Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Hey, my friends. Today, I have a special guest to the show to talk about our menstrual cycles and how our menstrual cycles affect our wellness journey. Now, this is a topic that I've wanted to discuss for a long time, so I'm so excited to finally be able to share this with you. My guest is hormone expert, health and fitness coach, certified nutritionist, and the host of the Living in Sync with Your Cycle podcast, Joelle Cease. Born and raised in the Midwest, Joelle is also a wife and busy mom of two boys. Let's welcome Joelle Cease to the show. Joelle, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to chat with you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, I have been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I've always been somebody who is into fitness and nutrition and athletics in younger years. Fitness and nutrition has always been a part of me. And so as I evolved and have grown and have taken in new information, I realized that for women, it's not about the whole workout more, eat less Mm -hmm. type of advice that we have been given over and over and over again when it comes to weight loss. And since we're on the Uncomplicating Weight Mm -hmm. Loss podcast, I feel that is really relevant to start out with that and knowing where this conversation is going to go is like what I'm passionate about teaching now is helping women understand our biology Mm -hmm. because we were given this biology. It is unique to us as women that are having a cycle every single month. And it seems to be like a mystery to so many, Mm -hmm. a mystery of like what's happening with my hormones. And there's so many hormone myths that I love to debunk because I truly think that when we understand our hormones and our biology, we can have a better understanding and even kind of predict how we are going to feel and when we know what our hormones are doing and how that impacts us we can really mold our day-to-day into optimizing ourselves to learning to live in sync with our cycle okay but beyond that that's what i'm passionate about i am the host of the feminine fitness podcast but i am a very average midwest gal i'm a mom of two little boys my boys are six and four. Mm -hmm. And I really don't like, I'm so grateful to be connected with you and on this podcast with Uncomplicating Weight Loss because I love health and fitness, but it's not my entire life. Mm -hmm. I spend a small portion of my day working out because I know it's going to give me so much more benefit than just changing my body. I nourish my body because I want to have the energy to take care of my kids, my family, my home, my creativity. I know that part of health and wellness supports my life, but I'm I'm just so excited to be here to talk to you guys, to give you ladies a better understanding of how your biology works when it comes to what your hormones are doing throughout your cycle and how you can optimize your lifestyle, your fitness, your nutrition, every aspect with your cycle. Yes, amazing. And that's one of the reasons why I was so excited to chat with you as well, because I wanted my listeners to get introduced into this concept, because I talk a lot about hormones. I talk a lot about how they affect every single aspect of our life, especially when it comes to weight loss. A lot of my clients come to me and they're like, I've tried everything or I'm doing all the right things. And I hear that so many times and they don't understand, like, why am I stuck? Why am I in a plateau? Why can't I not get rid of this belly fat? And they think it's because they're doing something wrong or they have to work out harder or eat less or cut their calories even more. I have so many clients that come to me, they're like, they have the diet trauma of like the calorie restriction and all of that. And what I always try to portray on the show is it doesn't have to necessarily mean if you want to lose weight or even get healthy, that it's going to take over your entire life because then that becomes like the new distraction. I always 
teach weight loss and health and wellness in ways where it's like it's complementary to your life and your longevity and in ways that are sustainable. So if you don't have time to be at the gym for two hours, because who does when we have children and we're busy running a business, then if you don't have the time, it doesn't mean you're not going to lose weight or be healthy. It just means finding ways to find, put it into your schedule, finding ways to make this journey fit in with your lifestyle and not disrupt it. And I thought it was really interesting when I found you that you teach cycle syncing because, you know, we all get our cycles, right? And a lot of women hate their periods. A lot of women have this like very hateful relationship with a very natural bodily function that's actually supposed to keep us healthy and well. And it teaches us so much, like our cycles teach us so much about us if we pay attention. It's very similar to how I teach intuitive eating. It's your body never lies and it's always sending you cues. A lot of times we're so disconnected that we don't understand it. We're not listening. We're uh, upset that our period came. Like how many times have, have we thought like, oh, here's my period, or I must be, you know, premenstrual because I'm acting whatever, moody or whatever the case is. But if we understood how to work with our cycles, how to, it's, it's almost like, what is the point of arguing with reality? We're, you're going to get your period, right? Every 28-ish days. How can we basically set up our lives in a way to embrace something that is very natural for us and something that we should, you know, not hate so much, right? Because it's something that our body wants to do. So I'm so excited to have you here because I really want my listeners to understand your cycle is so important on your weight loss journey and beyond and just your your health and wellness journey. Understanding how, how things work within, like inside your body is really going to empower you to find the ways to support your journey along the way. And as as you mentioned a few minutes ago, it doesn't have to consume your life. Like once you understand these things, it's just a matter of like, oh, that makes sense. So I always say the more we know, the more progress we were able to make with less, you know, failures along the way, right? So, so, so excited to have you here. After that long, long introduction from, from me, for my listeners who may not know exactly what you're talking about when you say cycle syncing, what does that mean? Okay, so basically with cycle syncing and how I call it as always living in sync, it's living in the know and understanding what the phases of our cycle is, what our hormones are doing, and how that impacts us. Mm -hmm. And since we have four phases of our cycle, and our cycle is 28-ish days long, it's going to help you have a better understanding of, this makes sense why I'm feeling this way this week or today. And last week, I wasn't really having these thoughts or these feelings or these cravings or this kind of energy or this struggle with patience or whatever it is, we can now bring that better understanding and live in the awareness. And I think really when you understand and have that awareness, you can learn this is how I can optimize in each phase. Because with knowing what strengths are happening in each phase, you can optimize, okay, whether it's business or home or family or relationships, you can then optimize what you are doing kind of in the day-to-day because realistically, and I am such a realistic teacher when it comes to living in sync with your cycle because I'm not about changing everything or you know not hanging out with friends because I'm in a certain phase. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, in, or not having a meeting because with your boss because of what phase you're in. Like that's not where I'm going. It's really just developing that better understanding optimizing where you can. And what I've found with my clients that are now learning how to live in sync fully, they're not feeling or experiencing burnout in all areas of life. So whether it's burnout in creativity, burnout in work, burnout in home, because when you start living in sync, you really start seeing how it's a well-rounded way of living. Yes. It's a full cycle of well-roundedness, the complexity of working and resting and focusing on um, connection versus focusing on communication, being outward, being inward. That dynamic, like well-rounded way of living, I feel happens when women start understanding their cycles because with kind of what you were referencing earlier, it's easy for us 
especially in the world we live in today, it's easy for us to live in the extreme. Mm-hmm. Either you're following the diet or plan to a T or you're not working out at all. Mm-hmm. You're either like, I'm gonna do X, Y, Z in my career, or I'm gonna just be a lazy blob. Not really, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Women are really never lazy blobs in right. my opinion. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's so easy and we've been ingrained that it's either, the, it's easy to be extreme. Mm-hmm. But the the real harmony, I was about to use the word balance, but I know some <laughs> people feel about the harmony happens when you're living in a well-rounded way. And I really, truly think as women, knowing your cycle, optimizing and and living in that way leads to that harmony and that well-roundedness. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. So can you tell us what the phases are of our menstrual cycles? Okay. And I kind of fly through this quickly because I want you to remember with your phases, they flow Mm -hmm. through. It's not like a harsh stop start and they very much are in alignment with the seasons in nature. So me, somebody who lives in the Midwest, I can make these nature seasonal references and it clicks really well. For some of you who live in like hot, hot climates, (laughs) you may have to like do some tweaking of like, oh, that's not actually what we do in various seasons, but just work with me on this because (laughs) Our cycle is very similar to how nature is operating and how I believe like creation happened. We have this creation and operating system within us. All right. And so with our four phases, I like starting with our follicular phase, because to me, that feels like the newest phase. Follicular phase is the phase that happens when your menstrual phase is completed. So when you have finished your menstrual phase and you are done having your period, you are start you have started follicular phase. And think of that as your spring season. Mm-hmm. What is happening in the spring? Animals are coming out of hibernation, plants, they're starting to have life back given to them, right? Like there's more nourishment coming towards the seeds and the leaves of the trees, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on under the surface. And with our follicular phase, some of our inner strengths, because I'm also going to be referencing this bell curve. So imagine a bell curve. And this bell curve is really representing the main hormones of estrogen and testosterone. But when you have finished your period and you're in your follicular phase, your hormones are back on the rise. You're at the beginning upwardness of a bell curve. So over time, that's why after you get your period, you start really feeling like yourself again because your estrogen testosterone is starting to be back on the rise again. And that brings energy, that brings excitement, that brings new ideas. And so this is really a great time to Think about maybe trying something new, trying something different, um, whether that's in your work, in your health and fitness routine, in in any area, this is where that upward energy starts to happen. Mm-hmm. After follicular phase is ovulation summer, and it's that upward and peak of the bell curve. That's where our estrogen and testosterone are at their highest. Mm -hmm. And in summertime, if you live in the Midwest, you know this is our time. We are out and about. (laughs) We are maximizing that it is the brightest, earliest in the day, and the sun sets the latest, right? Mm -hmm. So there's the most amount of daylight. That is the time where plants and animals, they're flourishing, they're thriving, they're maximizing, getting that energy from the sun as well. And so our strengths during ovulation is communication, outwardness, getting things done, putting those plants and ideas that you had into action, like you had those plans and ideas, it's time to put those things into place, into action, whether that's as an entrepreneur, as a podcaster, it's like, that's often when I'm batch recording Mm -hmm. my podcast episode. That's when I'm going my hardest in my workouts because I have that outward energy. I also notice that in follicular phase through ovulation, it's really that like outward energy. You have the energy to exude. This is when you're coming up with ideas. You're going from task to task to task to do list. And then you still have the energy after you've done all of those things to still 
make dinner, take care of stuff around the house. And you hit, you know, you go to bed at night and you really have that like badge of productivity and been like, I crushed it today. Right. <laughs> like I crushed it today. And that is follicular ovulation is, is the phases where women tend to feel like this is how I should be all of the time. And when we have that internal expectation, it makes luteal phase and menstrual phase what I'm going to talk about next, a little bit more difficult. This mm -hmm. isn't about having two weeks of like awesomeness and two weeks of misery. Mm -hmm. There are beautiful things that we can achieve, accomplish, and do during our luteal and menstrual phase. It's just different. Mm -hmm. It's just a little different. So now we're back to imagining that bell curve. So if ovulation is the top of that bell curve, then luteal phase, our inner fall is the bottom part of that bell curve. Mm -hmm. And this is the longest phase, right? And this is tends to be the one where those red flags of PMS symptoms or whatnot are going to be popping up and definitely pay attention to them. If you're having things like acne, um, headaches, big, big, big mood swings. I'm somebody who struggled with PMDD, which is like emotional PMS on steroids. It's just, it's really, 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 really bad. Like, and if you notice your hormone shifts as tidal waves, like you have a crashing wave of high energy mood and emotion followed by a crashing wave of low energy, low mood and emotion, like very depressive, um, hopeless feelings that could be a sign of hormonal imbalance like i had with pmdd becoming aware of my cycle really helped me and then learning how to help my hormones balance out make it so now it's more like a nice wave mm -hmm. so yeah they're definitely I can definitely see how my follicular and ovulation phase is different, higher energy, higher um, productivity output, mental clarity is clear during those phases. But my luteal phase and menstrual phase aren't like a tidal wave crash that's like float, like I can't control it. It's like I'm in my boat and I've got the, the highs and the lows because it's just a nice wave to ride, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. So let's talk about that luteal phase. That is our inner fall. And what is nature doing in fall time? Preparing for rest, mm -hmm. making sure that the plants are putting more energy toward the root system so it can survive that next phase that's coming up winter. And so we, as women, this is a really great time to think of the root system of your life, thinking about, okay, what kind of projects need to be completed? How can I be in on the administrative side of my business and my home? This is also a time where women often feel that nesting because while estrogen is dropping because you're imagining that bell curve, the other hormone that is a big player is progesterone. Mm -hmm. And progesterone is that, I describe it as the mellow mood hormone, mm -hmm. but I feel like society has trained our brain to be uncomfortable with that type of contentment mm. to be uncomfortable with like the oh if i'm not feeling like high energy and all of these ideas then i'm going to start questioning myself mm -hmm. right and so it's it's really using that luteal phase to start resting and restoring and slowing down completing some things preparing for rest that could be completing a project in your business or in your home that could really be like slowing down your workouts because you don't have that energy and testosterone working in your favor like you did in follicular and ovulation. Mm -hmm. You then have to become more aware of what kind of inward energy am I giving myself instead of just always expecting myself to output energy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just really takes that self-awareness of like, oh man, I know my period's going to be happening in a couple days. I went to that really tough workout class and I'm feeling tanked in the middle of the day. I'm feeling more hungry in the middle of the day. And there's so many reasons why we feel that way, but you can still get your workout in by just doing something that's in a little bit more alignment with slowing things down, or maybe you're focused more on mobility and recovery type mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. Knowing that your metabolism is actually up a little bit in this phase. So that is why you are 
craving more things in this phase. You need a little bit more nourishment in this phase that, you know, salads and raw veggies, they're really not going to sound that great in late luteal and menstrual phase because our digestion is slower. And so Mm -hmm. we do need to nourish ourselves with foods that are a little bit more easy to digest. Cooking foods makes them easier to digest. Our body doesn't have to break them down Mm -hmm. as much. And then we complete. And whenever I say that I talk about hormones and living in sync with their cycle, people are like, oh, you thinking I'm talking about periods all day. It's mm-hmm. actually the phase I talked about, I talk about the least because we end on menstrual phase. And menstrual phase should start, flow, and go. You know, if you have cramps that are just kind of like, oh, I'm feeling a little crampy today. I know there's like stuff going on. That's normal, but painful periods. Um, clotting like those are all signs of your body saying okay here's some red flags of what that cycle completion was like Mm -hmm. during the last 28 ish days so pay attention to them but menstrual phase our inner winter really staying focused on restoring and resting and regrouping because one of the biggest myths that i love to debunk for women is when you are on your period, your hormones are not going crazy. Mm. They're at their lowest. Mm -hmm. They are not going crazy. They are at their lowest. And yes, your emotional side may be more interactive and reactive during this phase, but your brain is also working very much with your logical side. And knowing that, like knowing, man, there, there was just something on my mind that has been really bothering me. Let your logical side come into the conversation because that logical side may be like, oh girl, like you're overreacting on that or mm-hmm. you really need to pay attention to that. That is a red flag, don't ignore it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so as I kind of round out talking about the four phases, I hope that just even a small example of how I explain in motherhood how my cycle impacts a few things with motherhood, I hope it gives a depiction of how this leads to a well-rounded way of being because Mm -hmm. we set all of these expectations on ourselves as women, as mothers specifically to show up and be the same way all of the time. But I love having fun Fridays with my kids. I have got one kiddo in school now, so we don't get fun Fridays with him (laughs) anymore. But I started noticing throughout a singular month, my fun Fridays were very different depending on where I was at in my cycle. Mm -hmm. Follicular phase, ovulation day, fun Fridays looked like going to a park, maybe meeting up with friends. I was bringing the snacks. I was like, (laughs) go. maybe we were going on new adventures, trying out different places and things to do Mm -hmm. because I have that outward energy, because I had that excitement, because I had those fantastic ideas of places to go and do and how it would work into our schedule and all of that we had some really fun, great adventures Mm -hmm. that were new and exciting for the kids. Luteal phase, fun Fridays often just looked like, okay, I'm going to set the sprinkler up outside one of our like janky little yard pools and (laughs) let's just have like a water day at home. It was still a fun activity, but it didn't exude a lot of my outward energy. And oftentimes I really just got to sit there with the kids and we were playing with the water cups and like it, it wasn't complicated. Mm-hmm. And then menstrual phase, fun Fridays, or even now it kind of rolls into how our weekends go. Maybe we were watching a Toy Story marathon and we were having like kids charcuterie style <laughs> lunch for the kids and just snacks all day. And I can see now the hindsight perspective of, I hope my kids remember how well, well-rounded and dynamic I was as a woman. There were times where I could kick my feet up and watch all the toy stories with them and have popcorn and and snacks throughout the whole day. And then there was other times where we went on adventures and did things and I had fun little surprises for them that they weren't expecting. But I, I, I hope that they remember that, but it also just helped me be like, oh, it's such a well-rounded way of living, mm-hmm. right? And I know for the, they're like, I know there's an ambitious woman listening to this. There is a go-getter listening to this podcast. And she's like, okay, but if I'm resting, then how am I like Mm -hmm. getting things done? Like things got to get done. You've got to take action if you want to move forward. And you are right. 
But remember, I talked about optimizing. Mm -hmm. And while I live in the Midwest, guess what? Born farmer's daughter, right? So I understand how there is an optimal time for everything. You guys, if my dad would have said, okay, it's, it's, if what month april it's time to start planting i want to be the first one to be done planting i'm going to start april 1st no matter what mm. guess what he would have lost a lot of crop because <laughs> it was still snowing here in april yeah like we were still having snowstorms so he would have given himself more work lost out on a lot of resources just by being like i'm going to be the first to do it just by bulldozing he doesn't do that he mm -hmm. makes sure that things are optimal for plants to thrive and knows that there is a season for everything. There's a season for him to plant the crop. And then there's a season to kind of leave it alone and look, work on other things on the back end. So nature, the sun, the water, it can do its thing to help it grow. And then there's time where, you know, we're driving and it's, it's fall. My son loves going in the combine with grandpa, loves it. And he even knows you do not combine that corn if there's some green on it, mm -hmm. you wait, you wait until it's ready, right? And then there's a period of rest because if you just went in and planted again in the fall, it wouldn't grow over the winter yeah. and the and the soil would be ripped of its resources and then it would be burnt out. And my friend, you are the same. Yeah. So while you may see it as slowing down, it's not, it's working mm -hmm. smarter. Mm -hmm. Because if you're thinking about with, with work and ambition and to-dos and tasks, you can kind of see how I didn't tell you ever to kind of sit around and do nothing. When we mm -hmm. say the word rest, people associate it with sit around and do nothing. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like, for example, my menstrual phase, and really that's only like three-ish days, three to five, like by day four three of my menstrual cycle, I start feeling that upward energy and get that desire to start rolling into some systems and routines. But I'm looking at, okay, what podcast episodes w went well? Mm -hmm. What were some of the social medias? Where were my clients coming from? Like having that reflection, whether you work in your, your, your own business owner within your home or at a corporation, giving yourself some self-evaluation and reflection will always lead for you to be more intentional with the work that you're doing, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that was so good. I'm sitting here just watching. I'm like, she's such a great teacher. Um, I love how you broke that down in a way that wasn't like overwhelming to a person who maybe has never heard these things before. And it maybe not, maybe not in in such detail of like how like we learn probably learn some of this and maybe in school, but we don't learn how it applies to us now that we're grown adults and that we're mothers and business owners and and all of these things that we do as high achieving women. And I love that as you're saying this, all that I'm thinking of is this is like learning how to cycle sync is probably one of the ultimate forms of self-care. And I always talk about self-care in, in the not in the bubble baths and bubbly way, but in the like, how do you truly set your life up for success to support you? That to yeah. me is what self-care is. And I love how you brought up even like bringing up your um, your fun Fridays, because imagine if as a mom, Fridays was theme parks every Friday. Imagine if you're if you took your kid to Disney World every single weekend. A, you'd be exhausted, they'd be exhausted, and then it wouldn't be the same anymore, right? It's like, okay, after the first few times, it's like, eh, right? So you also need to like do different things, right? Shake, shake it up, do different things here and there. It's the same thing when you're when you're having fun with your kids, with your partner, with whoever. And it's the same exact thing when you're a creator, when you're creating things. It's the same thing when you're working out, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's the equivalent of going to the gym five days a week and spending two hours thinking that like, that's me going hard. Yeah, that's you going hard and that's you burning out as well, right? Like that's how you start to burn out and you spin your wheels and then you either get hurt or you burn out or both. It's the same with the gym. It's the same with if you want to eat salads every single day <laughs> of the month, right? Eventually it's just, it doesn't work out because you're like, this is the most boring thing in the world. Same thing if you try to work yourself to the bone, right? You need to have everything. It was a cycle. Like literally the entire universe is created 
cyclically with the seasons, mm-hmm. with the moon cycles, with with our cycles as women, right? And when you start to really embrace it in a way where it's just like not going against it, right? It's even like, I love how you debunk the myth of, because so many women are, are like, I'm so crazy when my period comes or like they think like the PMS, they become monsters and they're at the effect of what's happening. And I love how you also said that if it goes very extreme, there might be an imbalance. And again, listening to your body, observing it and paying attention to what's happening will give you so many more answers than I always tell my clients, you're stronger than you think you are and you're smarter than you think you are. And if you truly listen to your body, it will never lie to you. It just doesn't. Like it literally keeps the score. And so I just love how you um, how you were able to demonstrate that in a way of you, this applies applies to every area of our lives, whether we're it's motherhood, whether it's business, whether it's it's being an, an, an employee, no matter what you do, you have to understand the cycles and work with them. When you work with them, that is how you uncomplicate everything. It's it's when we're going against either reality or going against what our body wants to do or thinking if if I rest today, that makes me lazy or I'm going to lose muscle or I'm going to lose the progress that I'm making. That's not how it works. But a lot of like all or nothing thinking will get us to that place of just like, I've got to go hard at all times or I'm not working hard enough. Or that means I'm, I'm lazy or I'm too emotional, right? So how many times do we hear women say like, I just, I don't want to be lazy or I don't want to lose progress or I don't want to lose momentum, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's a case of like, sometimes you have to slow down in order to accelerate. And I think that like when I when you're when you were saying this um, kind of how to work with our cycles, that's what I was thinking. When we are in the menstrual phase, that's our slowing down to then accelerate again. That's when it's like you're not being lazy, you're rejuvenating. Mm-hmm. You're literally like your body is detoxing. You have to let it do that so that it can work optimally. So that when you do want to go to the gym or when you do want to lift heavier, or if you do want to take on a new, you know, go hiking or do something that's strenuous for your body, you're prepared for it. So I yeah. just love how you explain that. Can you also tell us a little bit about the importance of rest and rejuvenation, Um, because I think a lot of people need to hear the difference between that and you kind of touched on it, laziness, because to me, it's like, no, you're not being lazy. You're listening to your body. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. Let's use the example of fitness, because I think it, it will really be insightful. So, you know, thinking of follicular ovulation, you're doing your workouts, you're feeling good. You're like, I, f- I have the motive motivation to do this. This is just estrogen and testosterone talking. Cause remember <laughs> we're going on that, that bell curve where you have those hormones working with you. And that is a really great time to challenge yourself and to use it to set some new standards. And you can use it for optimizing. I talk about this a lot with ladies who are just avid weightlifters are like, I don't care what you tell me. I (laughs) weightlifting is the best thing for metabolism and whatnot, in which there is so many benefits for weightlifting in women. I'm not discrediting that at all. Okay. But when we know that our estrogen and testosterone are peaking around ovulation, what can you do with your strength goals? during that phase versus setting an expectation during another phase where you have lower estrogen and less lower testosterone. And instead of thinking like, oh my God, I'm losing my strength. I'm not into it today. You now have this awareness of like, well, no wonder why when I was in follicular ovulation phase, I hit that PR or I was doing X amount, even X amount of pushups, right? Mm -hmm. On my toes or whatever it is that you're using for measurement, you now have that better understanding. But how this leads into being well-rounded once again, is we know that in the health and fitness industry, you are marketed that there is one best way. There is one best way. This will help you lose weight fastest. There's one best way to help you burn belly fat. There's one best way to blah, 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 blah. But when it comes to living a well-rounded life that has longevity and vitality to it, you need a body that is well-rounded in all aspects of fitness, strength, cardiovascular, 
um, mobility and flexibility, stability. And when we know how to work with and optimize with our hormones, we know that during follicular and ovulation phase, it is a really great time to focus on the challenging of the strength and the endurance slash cardio. And then in the tail end of luteal and really late luteal that week before your period and menstrual phase, like the first few days of your menstrual phase, to focus on mobility or even range of motion. Because every time I say flexibility, mobility, people think of yoga. And I'm like, girlfriend, there are some like really challenging, extreme yoga practices. Like I'm, I'm even saying to some ladies who are into CrossFit, I'm like, lower the weight on the bar and pay attention to your range of motion the week before your period. Mm-hmm. And, and having that dynamic well-roundedness of training will help your body always be in this best optimized way of like, I know when I can work with my body to get stronger. And I know that when I'm optimizing the other end, like flexibility, stability, mobility, that's going to help me get even further when I'm strength training. This is another example for ladies who are runners or class goers. You know, if you really like doing cardio classes, probably a follicular and ovulation phase, you're like, I could go five days a week. (laughs) I love this. And you have the extra energy at the end of the week. Well, maybe in late luteal and in menstrual phase, you try out a different class that is focused on rest, restoration, or even bump it down to three workouts a week instead of five Mm -hmm. and see if you have that feeling. Because with exercise, you want it to give you energy, not deplete you from it. Yes. And I know even for me, when I started doing a Pilates practice, it took a long time for me. And I even started noticing, I know you have so much experience with life coaching. I was noticing so many thoughts that were ingrained (laughs) in me because of the health and fitness industry as to why I shouldn't be doing Pilates. But my core has always been my struggle area. Like even with my lifts, because I didn't have core control, Mm -hmm. I wasn't like maximizing my lifts. Now that I have been focusing on Pilates in the tail end of my cycle, right? I'm starting to get really good at it and I'm starting to lean into the challenge that Pilates does have and the benefits of it. But I'm starting to notice, even when I was doing some lifts today, I'm like, I see my core is actually engaged. Mm -hmm. Like finally I'm getting that deep core connection. And that came from the the Pilates practice that I was doing. Mm -hmm. But when I started doing Pilates, I was like, this is a joke like there's no (laughs) way that this is building muscle well it's like i had to rewrite in my mind all of that and so same with you know menstrual phase and when i say that is the phase for rest and reflection and restoration but really it's about realignment Mm. being like okay how did the last 28 ish days go What, whatever it is that you do for work, whatever your health and fitness goals are, whatever like pro, like momentum or progress you want to be making towards your career, take, using it to be like, how was that? How were those last seasons that I went through? Yeah. And having that reflection in hindsight, because guess what? Having that reflection in hindsight is what brings you to the discovering of the new ideas that may be what it is that you need for your breakthrough. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been in my own health and fitness struggle for a while now, and it wasn't until just one of my last mentor phases where I'm like, I really just need that athletic type of workout to get me into that. I'm an athlete type of mindset. Mm -hmm. So then that ripples into eat like an athlete, Mm -hmm. perform like it. Like when you show up for your workout, don't just go through the motions, but perform like an athlete. Mm -hmm. And that came in through a menstrual phase and then guess what i did follicular phase i went and found something that would be in alignment with that i'm going to go through it i'm going to bring that awareness to my cycle and my hormones and then at my next menstrual phase i'm gonna be like how is it going is it working for me mm-hmm. if it's not then i'm going to scrap it and change it and try something else if i am in alignment if i see how it is helping me optimize with the outcome the goal of what i want for my own health and fitness I'm going to stick to it. 
and I'm yeah. going to keep going. Right. Mm -hmm. So it really just brings in not necessarily rest when it comes to like sit down on the couch and do nothing. <laughs> it's the awareness of like, okay, what have my to do's been? What is my day to day? Like what is what's going on? It's like that hindsight overview of how things are going. Are you okay with it? Logical brain is also working with emotional brain and you can be like, okay, what do I do? What do I do about it? Mm -hmm. You will, you talk about it all the time. Trust yourself when the answer comes because yes. it will, it 100% will. Time and time and time again, I've had ladies just have breakdowns in luteal phase, like <laughs> breakdowns. And then menstrual phase comes along and they're like, guess what? I got this idea. I'm like, of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. Because you had the awareness of it and you you let the answer come to you then it's time to go into that cycle again of being like okay then make the plan execute the plan continue to do the plan then you're going to have another period of you know that realignment yes. so maybe we should even call menstruation phase just like realign give yourself mm -hmm. some like get out of the weeds of the minutiae and see and ask yourself how's it going yeah how's it going right yes Yes. Oh, I love that. I love all of that. Um, I, I, we could do this all day. I'm like, I'm sitting here like we can talk about this forever. But let's um before we kind of wrap up the show. I know you mentioned some of the workouts that kind of work with your cycle and all of that. And a little while ago, you mentioned foods, like for example, the salads on certain during certain times versus maybe like a warmer, maybe like a more grounding meal. Can you um, give us maybe like a few tips of what are some of the, maybe some ideal foods to either try to incorporate into the diet? Um, and by diet, everyone knows it listens to my show. I don't mean diet diet. I mean, what you, the food that you put in your mouth <laughs> yeah everybody everybody has a diet yes we all eat, right yeah no okay so i have a living in sync web class i will give you guys the link to that so okay. you can always you're like if i need the visuals like mm -hmm. the visuals will be in there but when it comes to nutrition very much again think of seasons mm -hmm. so follicular phase ovulation spring summer you know hot it's it's hot outside and there are a lot of foods that sound good that are like raw like watermelon right <laughs> like watermelon in the summertime those <laughs> cooling foods and that is when our estrogen is on the rise and how we eliminate excess estrogen is through our bowel movements and increasing our fiber keeping raw fruits fruits veggies is a really great way to naturally help your body get rid of that excess estrogen mm -hmm. okay so when you are thinking of nutrition and and this is also when your blood sugar isn't as sensitive to what it is that you are eating and your metabolism isn't in the phase where it's naturally speeding up because it's not we'll talk we'll talk about that when we get there but with that knowing your cravings are going to be lower mm -hmm. fresh fruits and vegetables are going to sound real good to you and so having those types of things on hand whether you do meal prep or your grocery shopping i put something up on instagram that was really funny the other day that got a, lo a lot of responses that was like i don't know who, ne who needs to hear this but if you're in luteal phase don't buy that big salad it's not <laughs> gonna sound good you're not gonna eat it and you're gonna throw it away because when you think of luteal phase and menstrual phase think of the season fall so root vegetables warming foods things like sheet pan meals, crock pot meals, soups, stews. Those are all really great cozy comfort foods for those seasons. And within our cycle, luteal and menstrual phase, it's really beneficial for us to have those root vegetable, things that are close to the ground, um, the red meats, that type of stuff, because those nutrients are also in alignment with what our body needs naturally when we have a period, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So those types of foods, the fall foods, the winter foods that sound cozy and comforting are the same things that are supportive of your biology because it's, it's all interconnected. It's mm -hmm. all interconnected. And so I have, um, I think it's in these living in sync web class, but for examples of, let's just take dinner nights. Okay. So follicular phase ovulation, sometimes it looks like, 
let's just take the example of taco night. So follicular phase, oftentimes it's taco night is looking like street taco style, mm -hmm. right? We got tortilla, the meat, pico de gallo, whatever else you do for your like street style taco meals, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Ovulation, that's where estrogen is at its highest and your um, hunger, cravings, that kind of thing is not necessarily knocking at the door. So light foods, salads, refreshing taco salad style, like mm. bed of lettuce, have like all the raw, however you mango salsa would be awesome on a yeah. taco salad, just saying, <laughs> but like taco salad style. Then as you roll into luteal phase, you're probably going to find that something more like a burrito bowl mm -hmm. is going to sound really, really good to you. Mm -hmm. And then in menstrual phase, maybe some type of like taco soup mm -hmm. where it's like very brothy, you add the avocado on top, sour cream, whatever it is. And that is how, you know, taking what your body needs for nourishment, but making it very realistic. And like you had said, it brings that that vibrancy. You don't get sick of eating salads every single day because you're not having it every single day. Mm -hmm. It's still taco night, which is like a fan favorite in everybody's household, right? Mm -hmm. And making it work for your cycle. And guess what? I live in a household where there are three males now <laughs> and I meal plan in this way and they don't even know and they don't even really care because <laughs> I'm like, I'm making meals that are still really good and it makes it unique and different for them as well because we're not eating we are eating the same meals all the time they're just done a little different with those mm -hmm. types of tweaks that i just yeah. talked about i love that i love it so how long does it take to become cycle synced like say someone's like i'm so interested i want to get started like i'm i'm going to start tomorrow and i and i know all of my high achieving listeners are like and it must start working asap yeah right <laughs> how long does it take to actually become cycle synced Yes, and this is exactly why I created a membership for this because it is a journey and a process. Mm -hmm. And it is it starts with first awareness. So everybody always asks me like, where do I start with syncing with my cycle? Number one, I still use an app and I love the app MyFlow, M-Y-F-L-O. I think it's like $1.99. It's so worth it. Mm -hmm. And so it starts with just being like, okay, am, am I getting a consistent period 28 ish days, you know, give or take. And is is that consistent? And in that app, there is like cycle syncing coined from Elisa Vitti. She is kind of the one who sparked all of this and studying this within me. Um, I've gone on to study other uh, under many other doctors when it comes to hormones, but Elisa Vitti has the trademark cycle sync. Mm -hmm. So it's her app and she has a lot of really great stuff in there. But the second part is, is understanding your cycle. And this is where, like, why my teaching is set up into a membership is because if you want to focus on one area, if that's your fitness, is the fitness is where you start first, then you learn what supports that. And then with the next cycle, take on another thing. Or if the go-getters who are like, I want it to change all at once, you can really get into the nitty gritty of what your day-to-day -day is and what it means for you. But a simple weekly reflection and intention is what I teach within my membership. Because for me, I just look at, I have the system on weekly planning. I feel like most women do where you're, you're looking at the week and what's upcoming. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I suggest you do, and it can take you two minutes. It could take you probably no more than 10 minutes is think about what phase were you in last week and how were you feeling? Like if you were to just even give that awareness of like, okay, last week, I know I was in menstrual phase and I did, I felt tired. I threw away the bag of salad. <laughs> like, and, and I know better and this still happens to me, you guys. And, and I just have that awareness. I was emotional about a particular thing. I just took the two minutes to take note of it. And I'm like, okay, well then that means the majority of this week I'm gonna be spending in follicular phase. Like I told you guys, I, during my menstrual phase was like, I wanna change up my workout. So I'm like, okay, I'm starting this new plan and I'm in follicular phase. I know th these are the types of foods and I have so many resources within my membership where it comes to phase food lists, um, meal guides, 
for each phase and and all of that. So I'm like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to be getting for groceries because I'm going to be in follicular phase this week. No, the roasted vegetables, the sheet pan meals, they're probably not going to sound the greatest in this phase. Save that for late luteal, right? And um, then complete the week, right? Then the next week you have that reflection and intention little rhythm in what you're already doing when it comes to your weekly planning, your weekly calendar, whatever it is. And over time, it refines and refines and you get in a flow and you get in a system. And then you start having those moments where you're like, ha ha ha, no wonder why I was on clean mode during Mm -hmm. this week. Like Mm -hmm. I was definitely in that nesting phase, in that preparing for rest phase. And then over time, you'll be like, okay, well, now I know. Now I know. So those are kind of my steps for starting to learn how to live in sync with your cycle. But this is something, man, I started learning three-ish years ago and have been refining and refining and refining too. And it's not a perfection journey by any means. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like there are many times where there are people who are all about like making sure everything is in alignment with their cycle and they Mm -hmm. would turn down podcast interviews if it was (laughs) not in the right phase. And I'm like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I know this is something that I, so whether it's like, I have a job and I can't tell my boss I'm not showing up because of where I'm at in my cycle. Mm -hmm. Same. I I live in that same mentality, but it's a self-awareness tool. And just like you said, when it comes to the fluffy self-care, you and what actual self-care is it's really knowing and understanding yourself what gives you energy and resets and restores you Mm -hmm. so then you can take care of and do the things that you need to do right and yes like learning to live in sync and in a rhythm keeps life vibrant and different and also leads to this really well-rounded flow Mm-hmm. So you're not going into this perpetual cycle of like, I'm going to go, 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 go. And then you get to years down the road and you have massive hormonal issues mm-hmm. or adrenal issues and your body just cannot take it anymore yes. because you've never given it what it needed. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, that was so good. Joelle, where can my listeners find you? I would love for just all of you to come on over to the Feminine Fitness Podcast. I've got so many podcast episodes on there, but a lot of ones that people like to start with are my January of 2022 Mm -hmm. podcast episodes because they are titled like Your Cycle and Fitness, Your Cycle and Motherhood. And they're very specific in the breakdown of each category, but I have so many episodes on there. Almost every episode, hormones or what phase is working on like no matter what the topic even if it's a productivity topic i bring it back to the cycle somehow so you're gonna really get some different dynamic ways of hearing how it's taught and how it works realistically in life and i think that is the key to understanding it for yourself is kind of just like a piece by piece type of method Yes. Yes. And it will all be linked in the show notes for my listeners to find you, to subscribe to your show. It's a really, really good podcast. I was binging this past week and I was like, oh, this is so many things that like I'm learning that I didn't even know. And and I, I studied health and all this stuff. Um, a lot. So it's it's very, very informative. Um, so I want to make sure that my listeners find you, they subscribe to you and they follow you. Um, where, where can they find you on Instagram as well? It's my name. Joelle Cease looks like Seuss on Instagram. It will be links because she had to teach me how to say her last name. <laughs> so Joelle, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.